raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. You're listening to Rob Kendall. When we talk about sending money somewhere, mm-hmm. we're talking about printing the money because we have no money. And Casey Daniels. My government would never lie to me, would they? On 93 WIPC. The unbelievable story of Gabe Whitley continues. 93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey show. I'm Rob Casey. here. You know, Casey, for I guess two days now, we have been talking about this article in the Indiana Capitol Chronicle about Gabriel Whitley, this seventh congressional uh, district candidate running on the Republican side who has been accused now of all sorts of things under the sun related to his campaign finance reports mm-hmm. and it is just the most absolute unbelievable story in the entire world. Well, first of all, let's get the branding right. It is honest Gabe for Congress. <laughs> but secondly, we are talking about it multiple times because there are so many different layers to it. And I have reread the article now in the Indiana Capital Chronicle. I think this is my fourth time reading through it. And every single time I pick up on something new that I have to question. Now, this has been the last two years of my life. I mean, you're <laughs> seeing it play out in real time because every time you think you figured out something, think about this guy yeah a new stone gets you know uncovered and so if you're just you've been hiding under a, a rock there were multiple complaints filed against this guy over the past week with the indian election division also the uh, federal election uh, commission uh including excessive campaign contributions and fraudulent finance reporting and good luck, Casey. Mm-hmm. You know, two years from now, you'll still be. You're, it's like the X Files. The truth is out there. I need to know the truth. Yeah. Well, hopefully, somebody smarter than us can get to the bottom of it. Well, I found someone who I think knows a little bit about the IED, the Indiana Election Division, and the Federal Election Commission, because you know, for everything, we have a guy. Of course, we do. And uh, it is the great, the fabulous, one of the best attorneys in all of Central Indiana, the great Mark Rutherford. Hello. Hello, Rob and Casey. Now, full disclosure, you have been representing my wife she filed the complaints with the ied and the fec against gabe whitley and so we want to get the get that out there um have you ever you've been i mean you've been appointed to boards and commissions by the governor you've been a part of the indianapolis seen as an attorney for decades you've been a a political candidate uh, for statewide office have you ever in all your years seen anything like this gabe whitley story no, I, I haven't. All the allegations that are being made, it's just incredible uh, what's going on and, and, and what is being alleged that's going on. It, it's just really a mess. I've never seen anything like this. I've seen things that are not quite good, but usually uh, when they're looked at, they're maybe not as bad as they look or they're minor, but the allegations are pretty stunning. You know, Casey and I have talked about this a lot. We talked about it with Hammer, obviously. The brazen nature of what appears to have happened. And so I think that is where people go, is this guy just some super outlier? And if he is, how did this go on for this long before? I mean, and look, the only reason he got caught, for lack of a better term, is because we had a legal entanglement with him. But but the Indiana Election uh, Division Commission and the Federal Election Commission, they usually react to people filing complaints. Yeah. If people don't file complaints, they, they can't go through all the stuff that they have. They have to. They basically do it that way because of that. There's just too much for them to look at everything. 
Whether that's correct or not, that's a policy for Congress. That's a policy for the Indiana legislature. Uh, Mark Rutherford is our guest, great central Indiana attorney. We're talking about this Gabe Whitley case saga, whatever. So let's you you f- have familiarity with the FEC and the IED, yes, and I so I, I wanted to have you on today so you could because we've talked about what are the next steps here. So let's start from an FEC perspective because usually when someone's accused of something, whatever that might be, the federal accusation mm-hmm. is often the bigger one. So how does the FEC, the Federal Election Commission, work? Like my wife sent the complaint to the the FEC. And, and and so how do they how do they work? What do they do? They'll review the complaint, and they review the complaint, and then they'll contact the person who's the subject of the complaint. They usually do it within about five days or so, and then they start investigating all the allegations, all the exhibits, the evidence that's presented to them, to see what's going on, to confirm it or not confirm it, uh, to find out that maybe it's it hasn't been what it seems to be. But they will start investigating it and un. Like uh, uh, people who file complaints, I mean, I, I can't give a subpoena for it unless I file a lawsuit. Right. The FEC and, the, and, and in Indiana, they have more resources to do stuff to compel production of evidence, et cetera. So I think, uh, real, uh, real quick, Casey, before you hop in here, I think one of the issues with this guy, Gabe Whitley, is what is real and what's not. Nobody has any idea what is actually real. Is any of the money real? Are any of the donors real? Does the FEC have the ability to say, hey, you're running for a federal office. We want to we demand to see your banking records. Do they have the, the ability to, to do the, that. They can do that. It's harder to, to do that. But what if, 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 for example, Mr. Whitley doesn't respond, then he's not defending himself. That's one thing that he could do to defend himself and say, hey, you're everybody's misreading this. Here's really what's happening. But they're going to check to make sure that that is what happened. So he responded when the Indiana Capital Chronicle were at, was asking him about this. He said he's not worried about it. He's not going to be worried about it. He doesn't think the FEC is worried about it because last time they talked, they were fine. <laughs> Everything was up to date. This isn't a question about did he have the right date on a form or uh, the right box was checked. So does this sound like somebody who has everything up to date. Well, I mean, may, that's not even the question. He may have it up to date, but that you're right. It's not the question. The question is, where did this money come from? Is it legitimate sources? Is it within the campaign finance limits, which aren't very high? They're, I forget where they're at, like 3,300 3, 3, 3, yeah. now. They raise it every every uh, election. For inflation. For inflation. Which, so it's gone way up. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. And so has the, <laughs> so has the cap on that. So, um, you know, those are the things that they'll that they look at, and those are the things he that that are alleged in the in the uh, complaints against him. Is what's going on here? Who are these people who no one can figure out where they live, where they are, and maybe they do exist, but uh, p- people who are looking into it aren't finding who they are yet. He said that he was limited in what he could say about the complaints. He called them absurd. It, why would he be limited? If everything was honest... Honest Gabe. Honest Gabe. If everything was upfront and honest, why wouldn't he be able to talk about it? Well, I mean, it goes to the thing that I deal with a lot in criminal defense. Sometimes, I mean, in criminal defense, you don't have to testify against yourself. Mm-hmm. But this is the Federal Election Commission. It's a little different. You're supposed to do what's supposed to be done. Now, some of these allegations, if they're serious enough, could result in criminal charges. I don't know if that will happen. 
I know that what is usually happens with the FEC is they definitely, I mean, they think a fine of, I'll be just blunt, a 30000 is not much. I've, I've dealt with people and organizations who they're stunned at the fine. I'm saying, well, they think you're the Republican or National Party or, or Democrat Party. You're the Green or Libertarian or whatever. Uh, they don't realize that our budgets aren't as big. <laughs> so, so um, you know, to the Republican Party, it's a, not fun, or the Democrat Party, and occasionally happens to candidates there because they do make a mistake. But the question is, did they make a, did Mr. Whitley make a mistake or is it not true? Yeah. Mark Rutherford's our guest, great central Indiana attorney. He's, uh, uh, we're talking about this case involving Gabe Whitley's complaints against Gabe Whitley who's running for Congress in the seventh congressional district. You know, when, when my wife started working on these, what ultimately became complaints, she just started looking into his records and it was just a months long endeavor for her because we've talked about Casey, Mm -hmm. you overturn one rock and you say, I can't be seeing this. And so you have to spend days trying to figure out if it's that brazen and that's what you're actually seeing. You know, when she reached out to you and, and began to say, look, I've got this information, you know, how do I do this? You know, how, how do I file a complaint? What do I do? One of her concerns was, she said, I don't want any credit for this. I don't want to be in the, the, the spotlight. I just want this information to get where it needs to go. And then naturally, obviously, she filed the complaint. It's public record. She's in the, you know, in the, in the public record. Is that kind of maybe what prohibits some people? Because they say, look, I don't want to get in an entanglement. I just want to be a good citizen. I just want to do my part to make sure that everybody's following the rules and all the laws are followed. Well, yeah, there's, it, it's, a lot of people won't do it because they don't want to have the time taken to have to react to it, to find out if it's true or not, to do background checks on it. It's, it's, this is not something you just do lightly. Um, it's something you do when you, have, when you think that there is a reason for at least a federal agency or a state agency to look into it. And it takes a lot of time. A lot of people, I don't think, do that or file these because they don't want to have to do that. Yeah. Take the time for it. Real quick before we let you go, we got a couple minutes left with Mark Rutherford. There's another component to this, which is the Indiana Election Division. Uh, how are they kind of different from the FEC? Obviously, they're a state agency, but does it kind of work the same? Will the process, investigative process, work the same for this Gabe Whitley, these Gabe Whitley complaints? How does that happen? Yeah, and do they work in tandem together? No, I don't think they'll work in tandem because they're looking at different jurisdictions. The FEC is concerned with the federal elections and the federal candidates and those uh, uh, organizations that work to get federal candidates elected or support them, et cetera. The state um, Indiana Election Division, it, what it does is it deals with the state of Indiana's elections, and that's what they're looking at. And when they get this in Indiana, uh, FEC seems to be a little bit more formal, but both work very hard at it. They will then give it to all the members of the commission on the Indiana Election Commission and say, here's what we have. What do you want us to do with it? Should we investigate it? Um, they may send, uh, a, say, hey, uh, we need to send this over to a different county to have them look at it because it concerns their local elections. So that's what they do in Indiana. It's a, a, a both processes seem to be effective though in, re, in, in investigation. Will they alert the person who's being investigated? Hey, we're looking into you. Yes. And and it, uh, yes, they will. And yes. How in your experience, how long does an investigation take? Oh, that's a hard one to answer. Yeah. The FEC is uh, still recovering from everything that happened in slowdowns with COVID, et cetera. They're beginning to get back up to speed, in my opinion. Um, so it, they'll take whatever they think they need to make a good decision, good recommendations to their board um, about what, you know, they, the, their staff will look into it and make recommendations.
So there's a legit possibility that this candidate could be being investigated and be on the ballot at the same time. Yes, it happens. Before I let you go, because it's easy with this Gabe Whitley story to get so intrigued about, like, what's real? Is he the Indiana George Santos? Uh, you know, this stuff is so unbelievable. You know, you've got people that can't be found. you got a, you know, a consulting firm that can't be located. You've got a wife whose pictures on social media is <laughs> actually from a Sears catalog. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to look at this and go, this stuff is unbelievable. But the real, the nuts and bolts of this, and this is why you're the best, Mark, this is actually very serious accusations. Yes, it's very serious. Yes. And and uh, what people have come up with, including your wife, is that there are a lot of questions out there about what this is. Yeah. What is the truth? How is this happening? Why is it what he has filed? Why does it say these things about money raised, who gave it, uh, how much, et cetera, et cetera? And it's something to worth looking into. The The... You know, best possible outcome is there is an answer for it, but the worst possible outcome is fines. And if it's lying to the point of fraud uh, or defrauding other people, then you may have some criminal actions there, too. He's one of the best in the business, the great Mark Rutherford. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning, 21 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And yesterday, the big story was that AT&T outage and the FBI and Homeland Security urgently investigating whether this was a cyber attack. I think we just had one of those here because our YouTube feed, I guess, got screwed up there for a minute or two. It appears that it's back online and normal now. What is the deal with everything screwing up, Casey, mm. what is going on here? Is it all? No, now it looks like it's doing it again. I don't know. Anyway, there's no way that was all just a solar flare, like they said, was it? That was a pretty selective solar flare, if it well, was. Well, that's like, my I'm point. I'm just going to flare AT&T users. Isn't that something? That's one magical sun, one magical solar flare that it can be that specific. Uh, so, again, FBI, Department of Homeland Security are quote-unquote, going to track down <laughs> what gonna, disrupted they're on the some, case. They're on the case. I don't know if you saw this article, um, but there was this thing that went viral. That a, It's a claim that Google is going to get rid of Gmail coming in August. And somebody posted this on social media, and it got millions and millions of views. Oh, wait, they believed that? Yes, they People did. People believed that they were going to get rid of G- Google, the Google Mail. Mm-hmm. Google was going to get rid of Google Mail. Yeah. It said as of August 1st, 2024, Gmail will be officially sunsetted, marking the end of its service. Right. Sure it will. Uh, uh, and of course, that's it exactly. A Google spokesperson came out and said, no, 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 no. Gmail is here to stay. And of course they are. They have over 1.8 billion active users worldwide there's no way they're going to get rid of that email account and completely disrupt not only the world economy but your life because so many people use it isn't it weird the things that people believe that they see on the internet well sometimes it is hard to decipher when we just talked about oh it was a solar flare okay it was a solar flare and then when you see something else uh gmail's going away okay gmail's going away no you have to like really look through all of this but they still haven't provided a clarity i mean other than i mean are they going with the it was a solar flare excuse for now until the fbi 
FBI or Department of Homeland Security has another answer for us. Do you have any faith that the FBI would in any shape, form, or fashion... Get to the bottom of it? Or tell you the truth once they do get to the bottom of it? Because isn't it still we don't know who stole the cocaine or or planted the cocaine or left the cocaine or whatever at the White House? In the White House? uh, At the White House, Casey. And that investigation is over with, by the way. They're not even looking... They know who it belongs to. Yeah, they're they've just de- not they've declared, saying. They've declared that Dunzo, huh? They have declared that investigation over oh. with. So uh, do you think we'll ever get an answer as to why the AT&T users lost service? Oh, no way. I'm guessing not. No. Something else I wanted to bring to your attention was the latest Gallup poll that came out this morning, and Joe Biden's approval rating has slipped to 38%. This is a all-time low. 49, 38%. Yeah, 49% of people disapproving as well. Wow, that's crazy. 38%. So that would mean maybe it's not a disapprove of 62%, but he can't get the approval of 62% of the country. Correct. A lot of people not liking him and what he's doing. Surprise. That's simply unbelievable that in a country where it's basically like 40 and 40 and 20 in terms of the split, he can't even get the 40 in his own, the 40, die, the 40, all 40 of the diehards to go along with it. And I'm sure he doesn't want anybody talking about this. He gets very angry when the negative publicity he's goes failed, out. He's failed the diehards. That's crazy. Immigration remaining one of the biggest concerns with just 28% of people who were polled approving of how he's handling the migrant surge in the U.S. And uh, I want to do some comedy. Because it's Friday. You want to do some comedy? Yeah. That was a long pause before you wanted to do comedy. Well, you, you know to what? Think about it? I had to to... Ch- uh, we just got to change the direction because it's Friday and sometimes you just need a break from all of the bad, well, right? I, mean, you, I just feel like you put a lot of effort into that before you said I want to do some comedy. Mm-hmm. Like there was a, just a dramatic pause and I didn't know if you needed medical attention or what, but uh, <laughs> you have decided you're going to do comedy. Is that right? Okay, I'm not going to do it. Oh. This is 10 years old and it's still relevant. Still a certified banger. This is Tim Hawkins, and he's got a song for you. Pretty good summation of what's going on still. Hi, everybody. Gather around. I'm here to give you anything you like. You want free college, energy, mortgages, <laughs> whatever you like. You have come to the right place. Why? I'll tell you why. Who can take your money? Who can take your money? With a twinkle in their eye. A twinkle in their you eye. You know it. Take it all away and give some other guy, the government. <laughs> the government can. And who can tax the sunrise? <laughs> who can tax the trees? Who can tax the trees? Let your a business and collect up all the fees. The government. Oh, the government can. The government can. And the government can. Isn't that something? That's 10 years old, and it could have been written today. I'm surprised it hasn't been banned. Like, I'm surprised we, they even allow that to still uh, exist on the internet, and someone's right? not stepped in and, and put said, the kibosh no, you can't do that. on that. You know something that will never be kiboshed? Kurt it's, the, it's the news with Kurt Darling. Yep. He's coming up. It's 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. 
Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning, 21 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And yesterday, the big story was that AT&T outage in the FBI and Homeland Security urgently investigating whether this was a cyber attack. I think we just had one of those here because our YouTube feed, I guess, got screwed up there for a minute or two. It appears that it's back online and normal now. What is the deal with everything screwing up, Casey? Mm. What is going on here? Is it all? No, now it looks like it's doing it again. I don't know. Anyway, there's no way that was all just a solar flare like they said, was it? That was a pretty selective solar flare if it was. Well, that's my point. I'm just going to flare AT&T users. Isn't that something? That's one magical sun, one magical solar flare that it can be that specific. Uh, So, again, FBI, Department of Homeland Security are, quote unquote, going to track down (laughs) what disrupted. They're on the case. I don't know if you saw this article, um, but there was this thing that went viral that it's a claim that Google is going to get rid of Gmail coming in August. And somebody posted this on social media and it got millions and millions of views. Oh, wait, they believed that? Yes, they People did. People believed that they were going to get rid of G- Google, the Google Mail. Mm-hmm. Google was going to get rid of Google Mail. Yeah, it said as of August 1st, 2024, Gmail will be officially sunsetted, marking the end of its service. Right, sure it will. Uh, uh, and of course, that's it exactly. A Google spokesperson came out and said, no, 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 no. Gmail is here to stay. And of course they are. They have over 1.8 billion active users worldwide there's no way they're going to get rid of that email account and completely disrupt not only the world economy but your life because so many people use it isn't it weird the things that people believe that they see on the internet well sometimes it is hard to decipher when we just talked about oh it was a solar flare okay it was a solar flare and then when you see something else uh gmail's going away okay gmail's going away no you have to like really look through all of this but they still haven't provided a clarity i mean other than i mean are they going with the it was a solar flare excuse for now until the fbi or department of homeland security has another answer do you have any faith that the fbi would in any shape form or fashion get to the bottom of it or tell you the truth once they do get to the bottom of it because isn't it still we don't know who stole the cocaine or, or planted the cocaine or left the cocaine or right? whatever at the White House. In the White House. At uh, the White House, Casey. And that investigation is over with, by the way. They're oh. not even looking. They know who it belongs to. Yeah, They're they've just de- not they've declared, saying. They've declared that donezo, huh? They have declared that investigation over oh. with. So uh, do you think we'll ever get an answer as to why the AT&T users lost service oh no way i'm guessing not something else i wanted to bring to your attention was the latest gallup poll that came out this morning and joe biden's approval rating has slipped to 38 percent this is a all-time low 
49, 38%. Yeah, 49% of people disapproving as well. Wow, that's crazy. 38%. So that would mean maybe it's not a disapprove of 62%, but he can't get the approval of 62% of the country. Correct. A lot of people not liking him and what he's doing. Surprise. That's simply unbelievable that in a country where it's basically like 40 and 40 and 20 in terms of the split, he can't even get the 40 in his own, the 40, die, the 40, all 40 of the diehards to go along with it. And I'm sure he doesn't want anybody talking about this. He gets very angry when the negative publicity he's goes failed, out. He's failed the diehards. That's crazy. Immigration remaining one of the biggest concerns with just 28% of people who were polled approving of how he's handling the migrant surge in the U.S. And uh, I want to do some comedy. Because it's Friday. You want to do some comedy? Yeah. That was a long pause before you wanted to do well, Did you, you know have to what? think about it? I had to to... Ch- uh, we just got to change the direction because it's Friday and sometimes you just need a break from all of the bad, well, right? I, mean, you, I just feel like you put a lot of effort into that before you said I want to do some comedy. Mm-hmm. Like there was a, just a dramatic pause and I didn't know if you needed medical attention or what, but uh, <laughs> you have decided you're going to do comedy. Is that right? Okay, I'm not going to do it. Oh. This is 10 years old and it's still relevant. Still a certified banger. This is Tim Hawkins, and he's got a song for you. Pretty good summation of what's going on still. Hi, everybody. Gather around. I'm here to give you anything you like. You want free college, energy, mortgages, <laughs> whatever you like. You have come to the right place. Why? I'll tell you why. Who can take your money? Who can take your money? With a twinkle in their eye. A twinkle in their you eye. You know it. Take it all away and give to some other guy, the government. <laughs> the government can. And who can tax the sunrise? <laughs> who can tax the trees? Who can tax the trees? Let your own a business and collect up all the fees. The government. Oh, the, no, the government can. The government can. And the government can. Isn't that something? That's 10 years old, and it could have been written today. I'm surprised it hasn't been banned. Like I'm surprised they even allow that to still uh, exist on the internet, and someone right? has not stepped in and, and put said, the kibosh no, you can't do that. on that. You know something that will never be kiboshed? Kurt it's, the, Darling. it's the news with Kurt Darling. Yep. He's coming up. It's 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-5555. 
pain. Call me. On the line. There we go. How about that? <laughs> oh, we, we're having a day here today. Are we playing a game? <laughs> Give us the next lyric. We are, uh, I believe, whatever government agency tried to shut us down, mm-hmm. we are back on the YouTube <laughs> feed. I think it's been successfully reestablished. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there you go. And now that. And uh, boy, it's Friday. Yeah, it is. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to get someone to investigate that. Find out what it, maybe it's another solar flare. It is Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. The phone number 317 684 8444. If you'd like to contribute ever, with your voicemail, you ever been doing that where you're driving down the road and the radio just stops <laughs> and then you have to just keep it on that station just to see how long they have the dead radio air. will be out for? Right. I mean, is that just we're radio people, so are we the only ones who do that? Do you think the normal people just change the channel? or do you just stare at the radio? I'd be fascinated to know this. Add Rob M. Kendall on Twitter or mm-hmm. uh, 317-684-8444 or if you don't want to correspond with me, at Casey Daniels 317 on Twitter. When you know the station has been knocked off the air, how long do you leave your radio on that station? Yeah, when it's a competitor of mine, I sit there and wait a while. Yeah, don't you and cheer, laugh you cheer. And point and laugh. <laughs> But when it's one of my own stations, I try and get a hold of somebody. What's going on? Yeah. You know, we're off the air. Sure. So there is um, there is nothing, there is nothing worse than owning or running a radio station and knowing you're off the air. Do you ever have dead air dreams? Dead air dreams. Yeah. No, I, I think it, I think that's kind of like the being naked in public. Dream. Yeah. No. Okay. So that's interesting. You would say this is supposed to be our voicemail segment, but whatever. Um, <laughs> We'll it's interesting them. that you said, I don't think I've had dead air dreams. I think I've had dreams where I can't run the equipment properly. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't get, like nobody can hear me talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't maneuver properly to get the stuff on the air or I can't speak. I think I've had the, does that count as a dead air dream? I think so. I, I used to have the dream uh, when we were through the process of switching from CDs to digital to MP3s. Yeah. Uh, I, I would always have the dream that the CD player wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, whatever. I uh, yeah, I, you know, there is there is no there is no worse feeling for people who work in our business. If you are in a management or ownership um, capacity, when we <laughs> when we owned our radio station in uh, in North Carolina, yeah. sometimes we wouldn't be there, and we had a guy who kind of ran the place for us. He was a, a local guy and and uh, just lived right around the corner. And we would be able to log in mm-hmm. and see, Remotely. you know, m- monitor the the station. Yeah. And like if he wasn't there and it went off the air, there was no worse feeling than having to call him and just hope he was still in town. And if you got something on the weekend, like, hey, I'm at the beach, I'll be back, <laughs> be back Monday, and then you're like. You you would not believe the amount of people that mm-hmm. we had to like let know where the secretive key was to get in the right. building. Please go in there and, and get then, us back and on then the air. You have to walk them through it. Okay, press this button. No, try this one. No, try that one. <laughs> Troubleshooting over the phone. You know what? Just unplug it. Count to ten. Plug it back in. That always works. <laughs> yeah, sure, Casey. That always works. That, just uh, fine. You know what? And maybe that's what Nikki Haley needs to do. Maybe she needs to unplug it. Count to ten. Plug it back in. Of course, the the uh, South Carolina primary coming up this weekend and. Donald Trump, the clear leader in all of the pre-primary polling. He's got about 60% of the support, which is far outpacing her. She's sitting at about 30% in all of the recent polls. She has outspent him 
by so much. I, I think it's being reported like she spent nearly $15 million in South Carolina, and he's only sitting at $1.5 million. Why would anyone give money to Nikki Haley at this point? Like, is there that? How do we have any hunger in the world? How do we have any veteran who sleeps on a street if people have that much money that they are willing to give mm-hmm. it to Nikki Haley? Billionaires Think who want to see her do something. All the good you could actually do with that money. Instead, you were literally just flushing it down the toilet. Well, why, not only why would you give her money, but why is she remaining in the race? And here's somebody calling with a possible answer, maybe a question. Hey, Rob and Casey. Uh, I uh, was listening to you earlier this week talking about why the reasons why uh, – Nikki Haley would remain in the race, and I firmly believe that she was given all this money by the Koch brothers and all these other uh, never-Trump donators simply because they want to try to try to drag it out as long as they can and make the RNC spend all their money so that Donald Trump doesn't have a chance of winning. And I, I also believe that they this was probably offered to Ron DeSantis, but I believe he turned it down. I may be wrong about that, but I just believe that's why she's staying in it. She she made the agreement she would remain in it, and they would continue financing her campaign to to keep going as long as possible. Thanks for all you do. Bye. Yeah, that was the theory that I had, that she had promised those large donors she would stay in it, and they keep giving her more money. So no matter how well she's doing, she's going to stay. She could end up with zero delegates in her home state. That's a real possibility. How embarrassing. Yeah. And then at that point, I think she really, really has to (laughs) realize that it's not going to happen. But we've talked about this many, many times. We spent most of the last year talking about it as these people were getting in. If you're Mike Pence, what was your realistic path to be the president? Mm. Let's just pretend everybody was going to turn against Trump, which they weren't. And by the time he got in, he should have known that. Do you think they were going to go to you? Oh, we're done with Trump, and we're going to go to the guy that we believe sabotaged Trump? Right. What, no. what, what is? What was the path? Now, Christie, we know it was a fool's errand. And if you're someone like Tim Scott or Ramaswamy, clearly it lifted their profile. Scott may end up being vice president out of it. But some of these people, if you're Burgum or uh, mm-hmm. Hutchinson or uh, – I don't know. I can't even remember some of these other also ran. There was another governor, wasn't there? there was Ron a, DeSantis. Well, no. I mean, That's he was a, re- a realistic the... shot to win. Um, what was the other one? There was Hutchinson, there was Burgum, and then there was one other guy that was like, who are you and why are you these 1% guys mm-hmm. that were, uh, I don't even remember anymore. But it's just, you wonder, like, what what is the point of wasting all your time? What is the calling? I think in the case of like Doug Burgum, he really thought that he could, he had something to contribute. Like he, what? I I do. Like why else would he have done? What did that? he have to contribute though? Well, he not a lot. Clearly, <laughs> he had one percent. Um, okay, here's another phone call about uh, somebody who ran for mayor in Indianapolis. Rob Casey with Shelby County again. Hey, talk about idiot politicians. Look at the Republican Party showing how intelligent they are. They give Marion County a crappy candidate for mayor that don't do good, had no chance of getting it. So now we're fortunate enough they're going to toss it out to the state level, and maybe we'll get him as a congressman. What a joke the party is. Happy Friday. Hmm. Have a good day. 
So, of course, he's talking about Jefferson Shreve. Well, yeah, and we talked about this yesterday on Hammer and Nigel because we got, they were, they obviously want to talk a bunch about this Gabe Whitley stuff. Mm -hmm. And they said, is it possible that this Whitley guy could still become the nominee for Congress? I said, well, he's running. And then they were like, well, you know, he, he couldn't win, could he? I said, have you met the Marion County GOP? I mean, the Marion County GOP is one of the most inept, pathetic organizations in existence. I know Joe Elsner, who's the guy who runs it, nice enough guy. Actually, he was manned up at Danville Field Office in 2012 and a super competent guy. But, uh, look, that thing is in shambles. And when they brought Elsner in, because he was a Holcomb guy, it was supposed to be like, look, look, all the gravitas, and uh, now the state party's going to get behind Marin County because Joe Elsner is over there. And again, Joe Elsner is a very hardworking, nice guy, but that the Marin County GOP? Mm-hmm. Look at the trash they are generating in terms of who the candidates are, the lack of competitive races they're running. Uh, this, I mean, it, we need now. First, one of one of the things is the state legislature has so gerrymandered the state that they've almost made it impossible for. Republicans to win in Marion County because the way they've drawn the, I mean, like Andre, nobody's was going to be to Andre Carson anyway, but especially now, I mean, because they made one district more safely Republican, Carson's going to win anyway. We know we'll put more Democrat voters in here, but it's just, uh, just gosh, it's just like we have just seated the capital city mm -hmm. to a bunch of maniacs, and then we get a candidate who has infinite money. Mm -hmm. And he spends more time talking about the animal shelter yeah. than he does where Joe Hogsett was during the riots. Right. So, but he, the guy's right. You may now have him as a congressman. No, you will not have him as a congressman. You don't think so? There's as much chance I'm going to be a congressman as Jefferson And Shreve you're not Casey, running. And I am not running. Okay, so you mentioned the YouTube feed went down. Is it back up now? It is. Okay, you can... You know, uh, here, look, we were at like 150 when it went down. We're, we built back up in the last couple minutes to 64. <laughs> I'd like for the uh, Kendall and Casey audience to show us a little love because of our bad fortune, and let's see if by the end of the show, we can once again, even uh -huh. if you only stay for a few minutes, yeah. let's band together and get us back to that one, that 150 We're going to work together for this. <laughs> uh, somebody wanted to call and make a comment about uh, the podcast. Hey, guys. I'm not sure if this goes to your producer or an IBC um, specifically, but I know that you guys, I listened to you on the podcast, and I know you guys have added commercials on the podcast, which is cool. I totally get that. But I super appreciate the fact that uh, when they first started putting them in, they were just like thrown in the middle. And other podcasts will do that, which is just really annoying when somebody's in mid-sentence and you flip to a commercial. I appreciate that they're taking the time to slip them in when you guys have commercial breaks so that it flows nicely. I know it's got to be extra work, and I just want to let you know that I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, that was all Jason's fault, mm -hmm. and we thoroughly reprimanded him, and he immediately fixed the mistake. What is it? What are the three steps, Casey? Wait, 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 wait a minute. What, so Kevin always had it. Yes. Set? Oh, so we this, never this heard went on this for like two days, and yeah. everybody's complaining. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Welcome to radio. Yeah. yeah. What's the? What's the, no? But we're complimenting you because you. took What are the three steps? Uh, acknowledge the mistake. Yeah, uh -huh. Apologize yeah. for the mistake. Take corrective action. You did all those things. You did it perfect. Yeah. Nobody told me it was a mistake, though, until they told me it was a mistake. So <laughs> well, yeah, you kind of have to say, do it this way. That's my point. Then uh, it's a mistake. Uh, but you did you did take the corrective action, and that's that's what matters He's most. completely pulling a George Costanza right there. Had I known that this behavior was not acceptable <laughs> at work. All right, one last phone call, and this is about the uh, time we spent yesterday with Matt Bear and Ryan Hedrick in their supporting 
Supporting Sobriety podcast. And this is uh, one of our favorite callers. He calls every single day. Oh, how exciting. He's the one who picks apart everything we oh, say. Yeah. He's got something nice to say. Oh, how, how nice. And then he's going to be true to form. <laughs> hey, Kendall and Katie, the Supporting Sobriety segment on your show mm-hmm. was Dynamite. Uh, I wish that had been something I could watch back in the day when so many of my family were having problems. Um, and the only thing I the only thing I take away from it that I didn't like is the utter hypocrisy of you two demonizing Hunter Biden, a recovering coke addict, and acting like. There's no redemption for him at all. But other than that, I thoroughly enjoyed the segment. Well, Hunter Biden's a criminal mm-hmm. who used access to his father to enrich himself. That's what we're critical of Hunter Biden on. Not that Hunter Biden had a drug problem. Hunter Biden is not some poor singing orphan. We're critical that Hunter Biden, who is a complete buffoon and a moron, sold access to his dad to enrich himself. There, did I touch all the bases, Casey? I think you got it. Thank you. Hammer's going to join us next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. minutes in front of 11 it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc and hammer is in the studio it's friday you know what that means time to see how fat i am right uh i think you might need to pot him up jason let's there try to get there we go very good sibilance, sibilance. One, you're, two, one, you're two. coming check, through check. loud and clear it's been a day over here hammer uh youtube feed has gone down i know how much that hurts you when the youtube feed is down well, we've had solar flares some of us take pride in, in our studio. work hammer some of us just half-ass the youtube feed like you some of us really try to make it a listening experience that people can enjoy you're right some of us really half-ass it and by the way thank you for listening to the number one rated afternoon drive show in indiana every afternoon here at 93 wibc we were named number one and number three in i'm America. sorry i couldn't hear you over your fat what were you saying <laughs> oh no <laughs> so last week i was at 246.2. Okay. The pot is now standing at $20. Oh, boy. And again, I started at 271. The goal was to lose 50 pounds or one calendar year, whatever happens first. We started this on what? August 11th. So let's see if we have lost any weight this so week. So you're 25 pounds down since August 11th. You got a beat 246.2. Mm-hmm. I think you're down this week. I can generally get this right just based on your appearance. And Hammer is now standing on the scale. Mm-hmm. Let's go! Yes! Uh, nice. Let's go! It's too bad. I'm just a big, hairy American winning machine, Rob. And you know the danger with that? What is that, 245? Yes. danger with that is you lost just enough, little enough weight that I think you'll be in a good position for next week. 
down 1.2 from last week. I like those weeks where you lose like three or four because then I know it's going to be really tough for you to get it the next week. Yeah, those weeks are called diarrhea. <laughs> those, uh, now, that's what they're called. Now, coming up. This one flew away from your ideal weight. At 1120, we're going to have a lady named Monica Boyer on the mm-hmm. show, and it's my feel-good segment of the day. Yeah. She lost, camera get this, 120 pounds. Oh, how'd she do that? Uh, she's got a very special diet that she did and a lifestyle change. And Abdul, uh, I guess, called her fat at one point. That motivated her to start doing it. So uh, she's going to tell us the whole story of how Abdul, <laughs> Abdul's insults motivated her to uh, lose 120 pounds. So I heard you and Casey talking a little bit earlier about the AT&T mm-hmm. outage yesterday. Yeah. And they're trying to push this off as solar flares. Apparently, the solar flares are smart enough to know who's an AT&T exactly. customer and who's a Verizon well, customer. Somebody said in the YouTube chat, though, that they eventually pivoted over to some sort of software outage yeah, or something. Yeah, they're because saying Because people no. didn't buy the bullcrap excuse they came out with at first. Yeah. yeah solar flares, Rick flares, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> software so, update glitch, solar flare, whatever. On our program yesterday, we were trying to get down to the bottom of this. And I think a lot of people were getting a little panicked. Are we being hacked by the Chinese? Is this some sort of test run mm-hmm. for a future terror attack so what we needed to calm everybody down was a very calm very rational very confident speech from ai joe biden <laughs> sorry to hear your um your tv went out and you couldn't call batman i'll make sure that um all phones will have um squirrels with rockets on their ass moving forward that way you won't have to worry um, when, you know, you make toast for dinner. AI Joe Biden Fantastic. calming America down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Freaking did, out. That did the trick, it for did. sure. Uh, like, that's hilarious. But can you imagine if there is a real emergency under Joe Biden, some real sort of national, I mean, you know, hopefully that will never, ever happen. But can you imagine him having to handle something the magnitude of, you know, 9-11 or right. whatever it might be. I mean, the, no way. As ridiculous as that statement was, you know, that's fictional. That's AI. It's something mm-hmm. I wrote in the back. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see him saying it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. You could see him saying it, but I have to mention AI Joe Biden speaks clearer than real Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah there's not enough tell. mumbling yeah. involved there. There's, there's not a valvet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, uh, next week, some point during this segment, I don't know the date yet, probably oh. late next week, we're going to have the selection show mm. for nice. the madness bracket that we're doing in March on our We're not program. telling anybody what it is yet. Or I think we, we can. Can we tell? Because I think this is great. I think it's fabulous. So in the past, we've done Biden madness. We've had two Biden madness yes. tournaments. We've had COVID madness, yeah. hypocrisy madness. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing meltdown. Oh madness. yeah, the greatest celebrity political athlete meltdowns. Fantastic. Ever recorded. And, and can I just say, Hammer sent me this the other day. He's got some handwritten bracket. It was and, a rough draft and, and working on the field. And it, sure. and it was like looking at like, uh, you know, like Springsteen working on a set list or something. <laughs> I mean, it was just magical, the amount of effort. And I could see it in his handwriting that he had put into mm-hmm. the Meltdown Madness. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I mean, it was just great to see it handwritten in person and see you actually working through where you think these Meltdowns should be seated. You never got a chance to see Thomas Jefferson writing yeah. the Declaration of Independence, right. but you can come back to my office and get the same thing every afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you think Nigel can actually write? I don't know if I've ever actually seen Nigel write anything. I don't think so. Like, 
I've seen his signature. There's like a mixture of capital letters and a mixture of cursive letters. There's like an N, and then there's like some squiggly lines. Mm-hmm. Like if you've seen Ghostbusters, the guy that's doing the test at the beginning with Bill Murray, a couple of wavy lines, that's Nigel's handwriting. My favorite part, of course, he's getting them all right, but he, Bill Murray wants to hook up with the woman, and he just looks at him and goes, I'm sorry, this isn't your lucky day. <laughs> <laughs> you're starting to bleep me off. <laughs> so good. Uh, what are you? What are you doing tomorrow? Now I don't know if I'm doing this or not. So I think my youngest son is either going to pull an all-nighter or get up early. There's a WWE pay-per-view from Australia. Yeah. And it starts at 5 a.m. Elimination Chamber. Yes. Yeah. And I'm debating because I'm a late you night know. owl anyway. <laughs> Do I? Stay up late and just ride it out, mm-hmm. and get yeah. a bunch of food, eat all through the night, and watch this thing in the morning. Yeah, fatty, eat all that food. <laughs> do I get up in the morning and watch it uh-huh. and just you know do it that way, or do I say screw it, Jacob? Tell me who wins. Yeah, uh, now I'm not going to be critical of this because you know I do this once a year with the British Open because it starts at 2 a.m. or whatever that is local time, and I do that every single year. So I'm not going to be critical of this because I do this for my own thing mm-hmm. that I'm into. So this is not that crazy of an idea, and I usually will go to bed. If he wants to steal my kind of strategy here, I usually go to bed at, at uh, midnight or 11, and then uh, it starts at 2, so set my alarm for 2. But in this case, he could go to bed at midnight and wake up at 5, and that's five hours of sleep. Right, but he's also a kid that likes to sleep in on the weekends he's got school all through the week so he's trying to figure out do i just want to say screw it and stay up or mm-hmm. set the clock i think five is too long and it's too long to stay up because now you're into like a 24-hour non-sleep cycle so i would advise a little bit of sleep uh congratulations Definitely don't skip it yeah on your way in what's coming up this afternoon uh biggest stories oh the day and it's beer sample friday let's go yes thanks hammer you're listening to kendall and casey on 93 wibc raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to mcdonald's for mcnuggets and the play play slide have something sweet in her honor Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.